0: European Hearts Journal Issue at a Glance, Volume 40, Issue 2, Focus Issue on Revascularization, by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Lucia, and read to you by James Noonan. Myocardial Revascularization, Guideline-Based Therapy Today. This focus issue on revascularisation contains the 2018 ESC-EACTS guidelines on myocardial revascularisation, authored by Franz Josef Neumann and colleagues from the ESC Scientific Document Group. Please see the 10 commandments in CardioPulse to get the main messages. In a Current Opinion article entitled, Considerations for the Choice between CABG and PCI as Revascularization Strategies in Major Categories of Patients with Stable Multivessel Coronary Artery Disease, Stefan Windecker from the University Hospital Bern in Switzerland and colleagues, note that the 2018 ESC-EACTS guidelines on myocardial revascularization reflect the effort of the European Society of Cardiology, or ESC, and the European Association of Cardiothoracic Surgery, or EACTS, to provide up-to-date recommendations. Although myocardial revascularization is one of the best studied, with more than 20 randomized clinical trials comparing CABG and PCI enrolling approximately 15,000 patients, controversy remains due to imperfect or incomplete data. The synthesis of all the data indicates that the gap between CABG and PCI in terms of repeat revascularization, albeit diminished, has not been abolished with drug-eluting stents, whereas differences in terms of recurrent ischemic events appear to be dictated by the underlying anatomical complexity, the presence of diabetes and left main disease, with the relative benefit of CAPG over PCI becoming more robust with increasing disease complexity. The syntax score remains the best tool to guide decisions on the revascularization strategy among patients with multivessel CAD, complemented by considerations in the presence of left main CAD and diabetes. Bioresorbable scaffolds provide short term coronary artery scaffolding and drug delivery and then dissolve at a later stage. Although prior trials showed a higher rate of device failure compared with conventional drug-eluting stents, only a single trial investigated patients undergoing percutaneous coronary intervention, or PCI, for acute myocardial infarction. In a fast-track manuscript entitled... Prospective Randomised Trial of Bioresorbable Scaffolds versus everolimus Saluting Stents in Patients Undergoing Coronary Stenting for Myocardial Infarction, the Intracoronoid Scaffold Assessment, a Randomised Evaluation of Absorb in Myocardial Infarction, or ISAR-Absorb-MI, trial. Robert A. Byrne and colleagues from the German Heart Center in Munich, Germany compared prospective randomised 2-to-1 multicenter, non-inferiority clinical trial outcomes with bioresorbable scaffolds versus durable polymer everolimus eluting stents in 262 patients undergoing PCI for myocardial infarction. The primary endpoint of percentage diameter stenosis in segment at six to eight months follow up was non inferior with twenty four point six plus or minus twelve point two percent with scaffolds versus twenty seven point three plus or minus eleven point seven percent with stents. The rate of cardiac death slash target vessel myocardial infarction slash target lesion revascularization was seven point zero percent for scaffolds and six point seven per cent for stents. Thus In patients undergoing PCI for acute myocardial infarction, bioresorbable scaffolds are non-inferior to everolimus-eluting stents as regards percentage diameter stenosis at follow-up and rates of clinical events. These intriguing findings are put into context in a thoughtful editorial by Deepak L. Bart from the Harvard Medical School in Boston, Massachusetts, USA. In a second fast track entitled Fractional Flow Reserve Guided Percutaneous Coronary Intervention versus Medical Therapy for Patients with Stable Coronary Lesions, Meta Analysis of Individual Patient Data, Nico Pils and colleagues from the Katarina Hospital in Eindhoven in the Netherlands assessed a systematic review and meta-analysis of individual data of 2,400 patients from the three randomised trials, the effect of fractional flow reserve, or FFR, guided PCI, with contemporary drug-eluting stents on the composite of cardiac death or myocardial infarction versus medical therapy in patients with stable coronary lesions. After a median follow-up of three years, a 28% relative risk reduction in the primary endpoint was observed with FFR-guided PCI compared to medical therapy, mainly driven by a myocardial infarction. This manuscript is accompanied by a thoughtful editorial by Takeshi Kimura from the Kyoto University Graduate School of Medicine in Japan. Although PCI is superior to anti-anginal drugs, most patients still receive a variety of these compounds. To treat chronic stable angina, current guidelines recommend beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, short-acting nitrates, or second-line compounds, such as long-acting nitrates, ivabradine, nicorandil, ranolazine, or trimetazidine. Second-line drugs are indicated for patients who have contraindications to first-line agents, do not tolerate them, or remain symptomatic. In a clinical review article entitled Anti-Anginal Drugs, Beliefs and Evidence, Systematic Review Covering 50 Years of Medical Treatment, Roberto Ferrari and colleagues from Ferrara in Italy Note that evidence that one drug is superior to another is missing. They performed a systematic review of double-blind randomised trials comparing parallel groups on treatments of angina in patients with stable coronary artery disease with a sample size of at least 100 patients over the past 50 years in MEDLINE and EMBASE. Thirteen studies fulfilled the criteria, 9 involved between 100 and 300 patients, and 4 enrolled over 300 patients. Evidence of equivalence was noted for beta-blockers with atenolol, calcium antagonists with amlodipine and nifedipine, and ATP-sodium channel inhibitor, or ivabradine, in three of these studies. Taken together... In none of the studies was there evidence that one anti-anginal drug was superior to another. Thus, there is a paucity of data comparing the efficacy of anti-anginal agents, but available data suggest equivalence for three classes of drugs. As such, current recommendations of guidelines are not based on evidence, but rather on clinical beliefs. The issue also contains The Year in Cardiology 2018 – Coronary Interventions by Darius Dudek and colleagues from Krakow in Poland. They note that PCI research focused on appropriate patient and lesion selection as well as optimal tailored procedural techniques and pharmacotherapy. This review summarises the new clinically relevant evidence in this field from selected studies published in 2018. The issue is complemented by discussion forum content related to two recent articles of this journal. The first two contributions relate to an article entitled Oxygen Therapy in ST-Elevation Myocardial Infarction, authored by Robin Hoffman and colleagues of the Detox Sweetheart Investigators. This piece is commented on by Wen Yu Hu and colleagues from the China Medical University in Shenyang, China. Hoffman and colleagues respond to this comment in a detailed response of their own. Two additional discussion forum contributions relate to a recently published contribution entitled Safety and Efficacy of Dual vs. Triple Antithrombotic Therapy in Patients with Atrial Fibrillation. Following Percutaneous Coronary Intervention, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of Randomised Clinical Trials, by Deepak L. Bart and colleagues from the Harvard Medical School in Boston, Massachusetts, USA. This work is commented on by Marco Valiamili and colleagues from the University of Bern in Switzerland in their response, entitled, Is Triple Antithrombotic Therapy, or Rather Its Duration and Composition, the true culprit for the excess of bleeding events observed in patients with atrial fibrillation undergoing coronary intervention. Bart and colleagues' respond to the comment by Valiumilian and colleagues in a detailed manner. The editors hope that this issue of the European Hearts Journal will find the interest of its readers.